This is our final app. This is the big app. Hey, I love that. Save the best. Save the best till last. Man, you really did. I give good podcasts. Apparently, I'm top tier podcast. I give, I give, I give. give What's your talent? I give good podcasts. I give good podcasts. Not gonna lie to myself. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm recording this for you lot. Welcome to the Dating Hall of Fame, an audible honouring and ode to dates gone wrong. We're recording remotely, so please forgive the occasional technical glitch. It comes part and parcel with lockdown living. For privacy reasons, some of the clips we use are distorted and shortened. London Hughes, welcome to Dating Hall of Fame. Hey, Laura Whitmore. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. I am in dreary grey London at the moment. (laughs) And where are you? I am in Los Angeles, California. It's not dreary or mm-hmm. grey, but I feel dreary and grey because I'm hungover. Because I went too hard last night on a tequila, had a couple <laughs> margaritas, forgot it was a pandemic for a minute, you know? How is it? How is it over there, actually? Yeah, what's it like over there? you know there? what it is? You lot seem to be living your best life because when I'm on Instagram and I'm looking yeah. at all my friends in London and they're still, like, eating out to help out. Doing I know, all well, this I'm helping stuff. the country. I'm helping the country. Helping by the out. country. <laughs> Restaurants are still closed in LA. You can't eat indoors anywhere. You have to mm. eat outdoors, which is cool because you it's got the not, weather. It's, it's weather. So I've been sitting outside and having great cocktails and tacos. But I'm jealous of how you lot are handling the pandemic. It is a thing, though. I guess it's it's weird. And because I've been home so much and I've been working from home, and then I kind of I'm back in studio, and then I see someone that I know. And I want to hug them and I can't. And it's just, yeah. my mind still isn't there yet. How are you coping with all yeah, that? Yeah, I'm a hugger. I I'm ain't been a hugger. touched. I ain't been touched in so long. <laughs> in every sense of the word, Dora Whitmore. Like, I literally have no man. And I can't hug and touch people. I'm a tactile person. I'm a people mm-hmm. person as well. Mm-hmm. So when you're in a... Pa- I know you're in the pandemic with the love of your life, Ian Sterling. But I am... I feel jealous, but also I don't envy couples because spending all that time in a pandemic with One another person. person is just, I can't. But then I'm also jealous that you can like, you know, <laughs> you can you can get touched. <laughs> I can touch him. <laughs> you can get touched whenever you want, Miss Whitmore. And I'm just like, ah. But yeah, I'm, fi- I'm fine. I'm coping. I'm living my best life under the circumstances. For the listeners, how would you define your your current status? And have you been dating during everything? Have you been online Zoom dating? No, I did one online Zoom date and it was beneath me in every way. It's like, this ain't 2003. This ain't MSN. Remember MSN Messenger? Where you could put on the camera. This ain't that. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm a grown 31-year-old woman. What am I doing talking to you through the internet? Like, no. So that lasted one date. And then I was like, I want to see you in real life. And he was like, oh, okay, can we get, can you get tested? You know how they test you and they pull it all the way up your nostrils into your yeah. conscience? Like, yeah. it's not worth it. You're not that hot. So I never saw him again. But I've done like, I've been cheeky and met up with one guy and we went on a date and we had a lot of fun. What did so, you do on the date? Because it's kind of, you're reduced in what you can do. Like you can't go to a restaurant, you can't well, go to the we cinema. we still can go to a restaurant because you can sit outside. Outside. So I went to a restaurant, we had sushi, and then he lives in like this beautiful house, mm. which has like, it's like a tree house in the Hollywood Hills. It's huge. So we went and chilled out on his deck and like oh. had a tequila. Everyone loves tequila in LA. Drank tequila on his deck, looking at the rest of Hollywood. It was great. 
I had an amazing Ooh. time. Was there so, a second date? Was there a third date? There, there probably will be. You know, oh. you know what? I'm in a pandemic. Beggars can't be choosers. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you're in my bubble now, so we need yeah. to do this more yeah. often. So I'm definitely going to see him again. But I mean, I'm I'm not the type of person that needs to rush into a relationship. My yeah. my career is my boyfriend. I love mm. my career so much. I love my career more than any man. So for me, it's like unless you're adding to my life, which is already quite full then there's no point me entertaining you. But we all get lonely. We all like a bit of a smash now and then. So it's like, you'll do. Do you know what I mean? You'll do. Nothing better than saying you'll do to You'll somebody. do. You'll do. So, well, yeah. London, with a stand-up show at The Fringe you had called How to Catch a Dick uh, up in Edinburgh <laughs> and a podcast called London Actually where you mm-hmm. chat to celeb pals about dating. It's safe to say this is this is well-covered turf for Yeah, this is my area. Scene. You're yeah. actually stepping on my turf. Like, did I even say that you can do a dating podcast? Because it's, <laughs> it's the only one that's been done is mine. So, no. Literally, it's like... It's, do you know what? I didn't realise that how I feel about sex and relationships is a global issue. I've always just like me, like I've personally got a crazy sex stories and it's just me and then I say it and everyone's like, oh my God, I know someone like that or I slept with him too. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> so I, I feel like getting it out there and just talking about how I feel about my relationships is cathartic for me. But mm. now it's called like feminism and now I'm powerful and stuff. So it's great. I'm very excited about my future. I'm just going to carry on doing this. Well, let's talk about one of the things that always comes through with your podcast and your stand-up is confidence. And you always seem so self-assured about what you want and what you need, especially when it comes to dating. Have you always been like this? Do you know what? I haven't. And that's why you can turn around and be like, oh, no, this is what I want now. I feel Mm -hmm. like if you're the type of girl that's only gone... So imagine you're broke and you're only dating rich guys. And Mm -hmm. it's like, you want a man to be able to do this, but you can't even do it for yourself. Shut up, mate. Don't do that. You can't be like that. And for me, I was dating these... I was like a successful, confident woman dating these broke guys with no imagination, basic dudes. I've done it all. So now I'm like, the next guy I get with, I'm going to be comedy Beyonce. He has to be my Jay-Z. Even hotter than Jay-Z, I reckon. So for me, I'm like, (laughs) I've been through... I've dated the broke guys. I've dated the guys that just like had no clue about what they were doing with their life, just jumping from career to... Not even career, job to job. I've dated the guys that are like, you know, rude, don't text you back. I've been ghosted. I've been... Never been... Nope, been cheated on. And for me, it's just like, I've done all that. I've had Mm -hmm. all the terrible dudes. It's now time for me to get exactly what I deserve, which is a king, whoever Mm -hmm. he is, or Shia LaBeouf, whatever comes first. Do you know what I mean? You kind of have to go through the shit times to know yeah. what you want and the good times. Like, I you know when you talk about bad dates, and there seems to be more bad dates out there than good dates, but 100%. I think it's a journey, London. You kind of have to do it. It's definitely a journey, and it's actually fun. Like, mm. they say you got to kiss a few frogs, and everyone's like, oh, I'm waiting for my Prince Charming. But I'm actually not waiting for my Prince Charming. I'm just sitting on everyone's face. And you may be. <laughs> I'm just going to sit on your face. You're playing and the see. numbers game. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to, I'm going to sit on a few, a few frog faces and mm-hmm. see if they turn into my Prince Charming. If they don't, that's still great. Do you know what I mean? I'm still having a good mm-hmm. time. But the pandemic has restricted my face sitting abilities. So it's been mm. hard. It has been hard. You've got to wear a face hard. mask. Uh, <laughs> what is it like though, dating across the pond? Like what, what are American guys like? For you, do you find? Oh. I, I I remember I studied in Boston for a bit, and I just it took me a while because guys in Ireland are just quite not even timid, but they just don't really ask you out. While American guys are kind of straight up to it, they yeah. ask you out, but they're, they're also dating a few people at the same time. Yes, so Polly, wait, let me get it right. Polygamy, polyamory, polyamorous, yeah, polyamorousness 
is a thing over here. Everybody, like my friend's married to her, her husband and she's allowed to have girlfriends and he's allowed to have girlfriends, but she's not allowed to have a boyfriend. What? So, yeah, I know. So they actually all dated, they both dated the same person at one point. They're a married couple, but they had a girl in their life that they were both hanging out with and sleeping with and stuff. What's like, your and, view on what's your view on open relationships? But it's confusing. I just yeah. and not that I'm a jealous person, but like I don't really share. Sharing for me just nah. seems a bit like I'm all right. I'm kind of an all or nothing kind of girl. Well, I want to so, be enough. I think I'm like I think I'm enough for one yeah. person. I hope. Also, like I've got no gag reflex, so you're not really going to go anywhere else. When you've got that, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm top tier. I am top tier in the bedroom. So for me, like you telling me, I'm gonna have to sleep with someone else whilst I'm married to you or going out with you, is kind of like disrespecting what I'm mm-hmm. good at. It's disrespecting my skill set, you know. So yeah, I don't feel like I'm into it, but that's really a thing in LA. In mm-hmm. England, I'll see a nice guy and be like, oh, you're hot. But then I'll chat to them, and maybe they're boring because they're so good looking they've never had to be interesting Mm. and in LA there's a lot of that like there's a lot of good looking uninteresting men and women in Los Angeles which is why I do so well because there's all these little model beautiful girls with great bodies and really fast metabolism and zero fat and you chat to them and ain't nothing there and then they meet me this like gobby curvy black British chick and they're like oh my god you're interesting do you know what I mean and that's how I get so you can meet people in the strangest situations. I've heard of dating and kind of first dates happening, the weirdest situations. I heard a story about an Uber driver. What's that about? <laughs> Do you tell? <laughs> Elaborate, please. The thing is, this is the thing, right? Tell me. Okay, you need to understand. Uber drivers in Los Angeles are better looking than Uber drivers in London. And I got into an Uber with this driver and he was really cute. Really cute. And so, you know, we ended up chatting and then we exchanged an Instagram. Everyone does that. Give me your Instagram. What's your Insta? Follow me on Insta. So we did that. And then after that, we he, he dropped me off at my distant destination and then picked me up from that same destination. And I went, we went on a little date. We had some tacos and I went back to his house. And I should have known, really, because he's an Uber driver, bless him. I should have known. But the state, the way he was living... Mm. I shouldn't have sat on his face, but I did it anyway because you know I'm there. Was he a nice person? He was. He was all right. He was an averagely nice person. Mm-hmm. He was like a decent guy. He wasn't, you know, an idiot or a dick. He was really sweet, but he was just a bit bleh, just a bit meh. And I just was like, oh, I might as well. I'm in LA, and he was cute. But yeah, it happens. Sometimes you have to sit with your Uber driver. Sometimes, okay. Sometimes we deserve it. Sometimes you know, I not the same situation, but I um have you. I use Uber Pool. Well, I used to use Uber Pool quite a bit when I was in it. Why the hell are you no, using... No, do you not, not know that you're Laura Whitmore? <laughs> you, I do in, not ever want to get in at Uber Pool and I'm nowhere near the as famous fun. as you. What are for you doing fun. in that? When I was in LA and I just, for the fun of it, it's just good fun. But I remember we were going to Coachella and I just was like, just to have chats with people and meet people. I'm like, hello, who are you? I like, I like a chat. And I just thought it was a real fun way to meet other people. And two of my mates, actually, they got an Uber pool and a, uh, two girls got in. And then they ended up like going out on a double date with two of the girls got in the Uber pool. Okay. So just another, another way to meet people. 
I feel like that's, you know, that sex in the city story where there's always that girl that, that she doesn't think a guy's going to commit. And it's like the myth of, mm. <laughs> of the, the guy that does actually commit. That's what this sounds like. It sounds like a myth. It sounds like these, these are the exception. Cause if I get an Uber pool tomorrow and I don't meet the love of my life, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Cause Uber pools, I can, I've never got one. And now you're making me think about getting... No, Maybe not at the moment. No, Maybe not at the moment. It's a pandemic. Uh, yeah, next year. Let's not do that. Next year. Next, next year. year. When there's a vaccine. When there's a yeah, vaccine. Yeah, when there's a vaccine, get yourself an Uber pool. Jeez. I mean, there's other ways. There's other ways to meet people. Are you like an old-fashioned girl? Do you like the kind of going to a bar, meeting a guy that yes. way, like a blind date? Oh, Tell I want all of that. Laura, I'm so romantic. I like want the whole shebang and like i tried online date not online dating app dating so i was on hinge for all of 24 hours because i was like i don't want to meet my guy here i want to meet that i have like i have lists of places i want to meet men and none of them are on the internet it's definitely like i want to meet a guy on set i want to meet a guy on an um, after party over an award show like how katie perry met russell brand that did not work out but still like i'm a romantic i want to fall in love on set like angelina jolie did with brad, brad pitt. pitt that also Amazing. didn't work out <laughs> didn't work every reference that i'm using is yeah. ends terribly i want to be so famous that my team are like london who do you want to date Michael B. Jordan's single. Do you fancy doing a, oh, a, yes. a set up? And I'm B. like, uh, yeah, set me up with it on a date with Michael B. Jordan and have paparazzi outside. Yes, please. Like, I want to do all that. And I feel like none of these guys I'm going to meet on Raya or Hinge. Or Uber Pool. Or Uber Pool, Laura Whitmore. But who knows? Like, I, no, I'm open. I say everything's beneath me, but the reality is I like adventure. So I'm open to it. But I just don't see it happening. I don't see me finding him on an app. Or in an Uber, but we'll see. Before I start talking about some of your best worst dates, yes. I want to do a little bit of a deal breaking round. So, London, Talk this is the bit where we draw upon celebrity dating disasters reported in the media, as right. well as some blinders we've got from our listeners who messaged in at dates at magscreative.co.uk. So, I'm going to give you a scenario. I want to know what you think. So, okay. uh, first up to the plate is the wonderful actor Jared Butler. Lovely. Mm. I, I do like a Scottish accent. I do. Ooh. He he says I went on a date and I ended up getting so drunk that I smashed a glass on my head as a joke but didn't realise I'd cut open my head my head was bleeding those were my crazy days what would you do if a man did that on a no, date we need to ask me what would I do if Gerard Butler okay. did that because if Gerard Butler did that I'm still sleeping with Gerard Butler but if just like a random man did it then I am getting pepper spray so this is the thing it depends on the guy okay. also like I would feel so embarrassed I get secondhand embarrassment from people so just the fact that, like, he he split his head open and didn't know. I, I literally would just, I would feel so bad for him that I'd have to look after him, but then never really call him again because he's a bit of a yeah. wild child, maybe. Yes. But if Gerard Butler wants to smash a glass on my head, I'm saying yes. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, like, let's go, Gerard Butler. Like, let's do this. Is he single? Is he I single? I don't know, actually. Last I, I heard think he, he might single. be. I think he How might be. How old is he? Oh, are we, are we, maybe we're using this to actually find you a date. Let's, Jared Butler, if you're listening to this, uh, Dang, please email in. Gerard Butler, if you are interested in black girls who live in Los Angeles mm -hmm. and have a really funny and have zero gag reflex, please hit me up on Twitter, The London Hears. I well, reckon my, he'll my do Scottish, it. My Scottish connection, my friend is one of his best friends. So what? let's have so a let's, let's little chat afterwards. Let's chat afterwards and see what time <laughs> it is. I reckon I could bed Gerard Butler. That's oh, all right. Okay. That's on my to-do list. And also, 
I I don't know about you. I do like a little bit of a Celtic man. I like they're a little yeah, bit wilder. Yeah, right, and like yeah, good bands. Yeah, good that might be a thing. Right, our next story is not Jared Butler, but it comes from reality star and former Hollyoaks Lothario, Paul Denan. I love uh, Paul Denan. I love Paul Denan. Oh, Paul Denan. Do, Bless you him. You, do you remember the original Love Island, like years yes. ago, the, the celebs yes. one when Paul Denan was on it? Yes, Classic I television. Do. What happened to Paul? He needs, we, we need to bring him back. Well, someone needs to do a thread about Paul Denan on Twitter, make it go viral and get him more work because he was, he was television gold. There is an Instagram, it's not Paul Denan who runs it, but there is an Instagram about Paul Denan, which is priceless. Oh my God. Anyway, Paul has had a string of funny dating mishaps with other celebs. So on this occasion, it was with Katie Price. So Paul asked her out on a date. And when she went on the date, she actually turned up with another guy. All Uh. these years later, Katie says she was probably a bit shy. So she wanted to have someone with her. Uh, <laughs> oh my I don't know God. if another guy's a good idea. London, bringing another person along to nah, the first date, especially nah. someone who nah. is of the opposite of sex. No way, Jose. Are you crazy? Poor Danan. He got hit by the pricey. I I feel like there's no justification for bringing another guy or someone of the same sex to a date with... Nope, 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 nope. You can't bring anyone. Even a friend, even a female friend is wrong. Just go, just do it. Go by yourself and go on a date with Paul Denan. Bless him. I feel for him now. I would date Paul Denan. Would I date Paul Denan? Would I kick Paul Denan out of my Uber pool? No. You have to wait for the situation. Yeah, do you know what? He's got banks. I like him. But I just feel like he was done wrong by the pricey. She shouldn't have done that. So no, no from me. Although we had on the show married couple, model Portia Freeman and musician Pete Denton and their first date, they went with like all their friends because they were so nervous and they didn't actually talk to um, each other for hours. That's, okay, that's cute though. If they both, if it's a, if it's a group hang slash date, then that's cool. Like, because that might as well be, I've been set up on a double date, blind date before. Like my friends who are together hooked me up with one of their friends and we all met for the first time at a dinner and that was cool because it was on both sides but one person showing up by themselves and another bringing their friends no 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 way not for you but hey beggars listen it's a pandemic (laughs) i say all this but beggars can't be choosers we're living in unprecedented times maybe it will happen who knows our final celebrity story comes from Pretty Little Liar star Lucy Hale. Uh, she said this after a disaster date of her own. I was on a date with a guy once and he wasn't aware that I could see his cell phone and the <sighs> fact that he was actually texting romantic messages to another girl during our date. This now, I know in America and everyone's kind of like dating lots of people at the same time, but not on the actual date. No. What do you think? That's disrespectful. I would have been like, I would have left. I would have been like, you're clearly busy, so I'm just going to go and you're going to pay for this meal. Like, bye. Like, I just... Rude. Absolutely rude. Uncalled for. Men are trash sometimes. How dare. How very dare. I mean, no, women are it. as well. Katie Price turned up with another guy. That You know what? We Women are trash too. It's 2020. We can say it now. Women are trash. <laughs> we are both equal parts trash. But no, it's, it's, it's a... It's a, it's a, no, it's a wrong end. You can't do that. That's never happened to me before. Thank God. Well, that you but know of, like, that's that I know we of, don't yeah. see the phone. That's true. So now, okay, what you're giving me is anxiety that I'm I now sorry. must check oh, every no. man's phone I'm on a date with. Okay, thanks. I'm learning a lot, Laura. Do you Thank check you phones? So much. Would you check nah. phone? I have never done that in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm not that girl. Some girl, I'm not mad at the girls that do do that or the guys that do do that for girls, but 
I'm like, I'm cool. I've never had felt the need. But then to be honest, I've never been crazy over a guy. Like Beyonce has songs where she says, I'd rather die young than live my life without you. And I can't relate. I really mm-hmm. can't. I've never been in love like that. Like crazy in love, dangerously in love. I ain't been any of that. So me going through someone's phone, that's that's crazy in love to me. And that's never been, I've always just been like, calm. <laughs> I've never been that crazy over a man to do that. But if Gerard Butler decides to break up from his girlfriend oh, and yeah, he's we just listening. Had a Google and he has a girlfriend apparently for now. Yeah, for now. And uh, he wants a bit of the London, then maybe I'll go crazy and go through his phone. But yeah, no, I haven't done Have you done that? How fun would it be if you went out with Jared Butler and then like we could go to Scotland and have double dates with me, Jared and Ian? I'm down. Can we just manifest that? They they speak stuff into reality. So I'm going to manifest it. I'm going to go on a date with Jared Butler, with Ian and Laura. I'm going to give me two, in 2022, give myself two years to manifest that. You heard it here first. It's going to happen. I always think with the going through the phone thing, I think in your head, if you have a feeling that you want to go through someone's phone, you shouldn't be with that person. Exactly. 100%. Because you don't mm-hmm. trust them. And that's... Yeah. Whether well, there's something there or not, I feel there's a trust issue there. Yeah, because if there's nothing there, you're going to feel guilty. And if there mm-hmm. is something there, you're going to feel mad. It's a, it's a lose-lose for you. Mm-hmm. So what is a relationship if you don't have trust? Ladies, men, don't do it. Words from a single person over here. But, <laughs> but don't do it, guys. Just don't do it. But yeah. Oh. Uh, London, as well as our celebrity stories, I've actually had a couple of deal breaker scenarios that were sent in by our listeners. One came from Viv through Instagram and she said, oh, bless Viv. Oh, Lord. She went, she went on a first date with a guy. Mm-hmm. And during the date, his dog, he had brought his dog with him. The dog died. Like on the date <gasps> no in her kitchen when they went back to her house the dog died in her kitchen um, what do you it, mean the dog died no dog I can't died. no I'm stopped no, Laura Whitmore Laura don't you don't you dare oh, how Viv. what however oh, good what? news good news they actually carried on dating despite the fact that the dog is no longer what with do you us mean? and they're still dating and that's, it's not what would that be a deal breaker if something like that happened on a first no. date I mean it's no one's fault it's really, no one's fault I hope but- I feel like the dog is the best wingman ever mm. because the dog's like, I'm going to die to bring you guys together. Mm-hmm. Like, if the dog didn't die, she wouldn't have shown that compassion or been there for him in his darkest time that made him go, actually, I do like her. They would have just probably, like, chilled or whatever. Maybe saw each other again, maybe not. But the dog dying, the dog took one for the team. God bless that dog. He died so that his owner could get laid. That energy, I'm here for it, 100%. Now, London, I feel you're a girl who's got a lot of stories, a lot of stories to share. So this is going to be a tough question, but I want you to think back. What has been your best, worst date? My best worst date, hmm. Laura, there is so many. Like, it's actually <laughs> tragic. Like, that's the craziest thing. Think of all the content that you've got over the years. I have so much it's made, content. You've made a career out of it. I really have. And, like, if you watch To Catch, so to catch a Dick, mm-hmm. the, the show that you saw, it's got a Netflix special, so it's coming out on Netflix. So the oh, world nice will plug. see it. Yes, wait, make sure you watch it on Netflix. But the world will see it, so they'll mm-hmm. know how bad my love life is. But in this scenario, let me think. Like, not the worst one, 
but one of the ones that was insane was I was dating this guy who he was a virgin and he's like 35 and I was like I'm into it because I've actually caught too much dick if anything Mm -hmm. I need a break from the dick so I'm gonna date a virgin and it'll be great and he was catholic which is why he's a virgin he's very religious lovely guy we I met up with him instant chemistry we kissed we went to Soho house we went on a date and we were just talking and i was literally just talking to him about sex and how i feel about sex and whatever and i wasn't actually being sexy i was just talking about sex and he he came in his what? trousers at the dinner table what were you saying to him? I wasn't saying anything crazy. I was just like, I was just talking about sex openly and about the sex I've had and how I feel about sex and what I do in the bedroom. But it wasn't like I was trying to turn him on. It wasn't phone sex or anything. Mm-hmm. We were face to face eating calamari. There was no reason for him to come. Oh, and all he the came. Sexy food. And literally, like, he was just like, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. And I was like, are you all right? And he just looked down. And I was just like, are you okay? And he was like, I've got to go. And ran to the bathroom. I mean, <laughs> that's quite a compliment, though. I mean, to, to be able to get a guy to come by just speaking to him no, but he's in a, a non It's not the same when you're a virgin. Like, clearly he has a lot of pent-up energy. Do you know what I mean? And maybe his, his willy was rubbing on his trousers in a certain way. And the imagery of what I was talking about... Gave him a good time. I don't know. I'd like to think he wasn't pleasuring himself under the table whilst I was eating calamari. I'd like to think he wasn't. It was just, it was just a bit much, babe. It was just a lot. It was how just a lot. Affect, how did it affect the rest of the date? Oh, I still sat on his face, but oh. it was awkward because I'm moving forward. Because <laughs> it was like he came back and I was like, are you okay? What just happened? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I, uh, well, you clearly got me excited. And I was what? like, oh, shit. Seriously. And he was like, yeah, uh, I'm really sorry. Like, it was so embarrassing. He went bright red. He was like, I'm really sorry. Like, we can end this now. And I was like, no, I'm going to get dessert. And they were like, we laughed about it and it was fine. And then, yeah, he was like, do you want to come back to mine? And I was like, I feel like I've already given you <laughs> your pleasure. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I feel like I owe you one. So we, yeah, but hey. So did he, he, did he owe you one? He did. He gave me one and that's great. But we didn't have sex because he's a virgin, but he's done yeah. everything but. So he did mm-hmm. like everything else. But the annoying thing is I couldn't date him because the thing You'd is... you have to marry him probably. Right, I'd want to have to marry him. But like if a guy, if you're used to having sex and the guy can't give you sex, but he wants to like go down on you all the time, mm-hmm. it's annoying. It's like, don't keep giving me shrimp cocktail if you're not going to give me steak. Like don't, like do you know what I mean? Don't keep giving me the appetizers. Give me the main course. But he just kept giving me appetizers. And I wanted the main course and I couldn't get the main course because he's a virgin. So it just wouldn't work out. Such a shame. What could have been? What could have been? But I mean, that something to recover from, you know, like he handled it well. I was embarrassed for him. But I have that effect. I guess I have that effect on people. But it's never happened again. So I'm not that magical. I've tried. (laughs) I've tried to make a guy come in his pants. But no, it hasn't happened yet since then anyway. So (laughs) that's the weirdest that's one of the weirdest. I've, I've never had that story before. So thank you for bringing that into my life. No worries, babe. I'm just, I'm giving you the content you deserve. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I've got another date situation here for you. This is a voice note from uh, a listener. And 
Oh, oh God. God. I'm not really going to tell you much. I'm going to play it and then we can discuss it afterwards. So it okay. is, this is a voice memo sent in and yeah, I'll let you decide. Feel free to All take right. notes. All right. So I remember I went on the stage with this girl one time in West Hampstead and we went out around two o'clock in the afternoon. We're drinking way, get pretty drunk. And anyway, at one point in the night, I was so pissed. I went downstairs in the pub to go go to the toilet. And uh, while I was down in the toilet, I was so pissed, I forgot that I was actually on a date. And uh, I headed back upstairs, walked out to the bar, ordered myself a cab. And I was on in the cab on the way home and my oh phone God. rang. And it was this girl, and I was like, "Ah, oh, hey, how's it going?" And she was oh like, "Oh my god, stop!" Good. Uh, where, whereabouts you? And then the penny dropped. Oh my <laughs> god! Realized, oh, oh my god! Oh yeah, I'd, I'll be back in two seconds. Just had to uh, pop to the ATM, so I quickly asked the cab driver to make a swift Yui and head back to to the pub. Oh yeah, my god! Quite embarrassing. I would do. I mean, what uh, do you think? Forgetting you're on a date, is that something that you, you, you think you would do? 100%. If I'm that drunk, 100%. Because when I'm drunk me, she doesn't really know. Mm-hmm. I've come home and taken off my makeup and got into bed with my shoes on. Took my makeup off, kept my shoes and coat on. Like, that's just like, when you're drunk, it happens. So I feel like I'm not that mad at him. She must have been pissed though. But, but then- this is the thing. Like, what's worse? Is it worse to kind of... Be like, look, I got so hammered. I forgot. I forgot I was on this date. Obviously, it's not memorable. And I left. Or the fact that she was like, what is he doing in the toilet so long that he's been she, gone for like half an hour? I've seen him walk out. Like, that's <laughs> the craziest thing. Like, she's at the table and she just sees her date leave the bathroom. She waves him over to say, hey. And he just walks straight past her and out the door. <laughs> I mean, that's quick so thinking, funny. quick thinking on the recovery, um, his excuse. But do you think, do you think the girl would have clocked it or do you think she'd have believed him? I don't think she believes him. Who would, mm-hmm. if any man walks out without saying, like, he could have been like, I'm going to go to a cash point. He literally could have told her and given her a heads up. Yeah. There's no way she believes him. But it's hilarious that he just straight, like, forgot. But it's su- such a drunk thing to do. Oh, I have been there. Oh, I've definitely been there. So you said you could do it, but would you forgive a guy to do- doing that on you? You know what? I think I would. Yeah. I think I would. It's so funny. But it depends how drunk he was. If he wasn't mm-hmm. that drunk, I'd be like, I'd be a bit paranoid, like, are you just using that as an excuse? And you actually mm-hmm. meant... But the fact that he answered his phone, like, oh, hey, let me know for a while. And he, that, still, like, he still didn't know London. He, he had called no him, he idea. still didn't realise. And he was happy to hear from her, like, oh, hey, babe. It's like, yeah, I would forgive him. That's hilarious. I would totally forgive him. Totally forgive him. <laughs> I, I kind of can understand that situation arising um, as crazy as it seems. I kind seems. of want it to happen. I love that. I want to do it to a guy. I want to get so drunk, I walk out on a date with a man. 100%. Oh. That's on the to-do oh. list. Tick. But then the problem is, you get an Uber home, you might meet someone else in the Uber. In the Uber pool. The Uber driver to go back. This is true. I feel like I've, I've not portrayed myself in a positive light on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> so you have. I'm just sleeping with Uber real. drivers and sitting on faces all the time. But all this stuff I haven't done in ages. I haven't, I haven't got with anyone this year because I basically was like I read somewhere that Lady Gaga but when she's making an album she Mm -hmm. doesn't have sex because men steal her energy (gasps) 
Okay. And so I was like, that's very cool. I'm so Gaga-esque. I'm going to attempt this. This was last year. So I was like, well, I've got this, like, I'm working in LA. I've got all these projects coming out. I won't get with a guy until my Netflix special comes out. And there was, we were supposed to film it in March and obviously the oh, pandemic no. hit. And like, I was like, oh my God, all this time I was pretending to be Lady Gaga and not getting with guys. And now I physically can't get with guys. And now I feel sorry for past me and all the dick that she's missed out on. And now she's like dickless in a pandemic and like thinking about what could have been, you know? So I'm like, go out, sit on faces, get with guys, sleep with Sleep with your Uber driver. Like, just live your life. Oh, j- just think about, just think about, like, all all the work and all the great things you're going to achieve with all that, like, pent-up emotions That's and energy. True. You're That's, using well, it, your power. I'm, I'm writing my next special, which is called, which is like, this is an exclusive, but the next special is called, called um, to, to Catch a Husband. And so I'm, Ooh. like, working on dating. But it's hard because... yeah everyone's we're all in a pandemic and everyone's in their house it's gonna be hard but yeah that's the next step so I'm trying to live I'm trying to live I'm trying to be like do you know what? I'm trying to be like Laura Whitmore and Ian Sterling because I feel like <laughs> they are absolute couple goals and I just feel like I deserve happiness that they have so you should try living with us 24 hours a day you may not agree <laughs> oh bless I love that you've never invited me around I actually feel personally attacked so, well, you haven't you haven't invited me around to well, LA for tequila. Come on, yeah, tequila. I've got, I've got a jacuzzi. Come over. You and Ian are welcome anytime. Can I, can I just call myself? You can come by yourself, babe. You don't need to bring him. We'll do margaritas. We'll do Taco Tuesday. Oh, we'll be living our best lives. Oh man, I love it. Before I let you go, one thing I have to ask everybody is chat-up lines. What are your view on chat-up lines? Do they work? Do you have time for them? They work. Well, when really? I do them, I do them, they work. Oh, you, you give the lines. You're not yeah. getting the lines. You're giving them. Okay, go on. Give me some lines. What would you say? So, okay, I did one that really, really worked. So I went to a bar and there was this guy at the bar and he was drinking at the bar by himself and mm-hmm. I got a drink and with ice in it, I took the ice out, put it on the side of the bar, then started smashing it up like a crazy woman. And he was looking at me like, what the hell is she doing? This girl was just smashing up ice in front of me. Then I smiled at him and said, well, now that the ice is broken, do you want to buy me a drink? And he oh, thought it was didn't. so funny. He thought it was hilarious. Yeah, babe. I do it all the time. They don't work on me, though, because because of my name, all the chat lines exist are London based and I've heard every single one I've heard the most cliche one is I want to spend one night in London and I'm like vomit but the most the worst and most creative one was London let me see your shepherd's bush like that oh. was literally the worst no no and no, I was no, one no. I've never heard before so I was like I hate you but also well done for being well original done. yeah yeah original we like yeah. originality exactly but yeah they were I do them really well but I'm a comedian and I'm charming you have to have a certain bit of banter. You can't mm-hmm. be serious when you do them. You can't genuinely be like, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? With a straight look on your face. It has to be like, mate, mm-hmm. did it hurt when you fell from heaven? Like, it has to be... Yeah. It's all about the delivery. In yeah. the right tone, delivered correctly, they can be very effective, I believe. Okay, so London Hughes, if you're in a bar and someone walks in, maybe a single Jared Butler, what is yes. the ideal way for someone to approach you? He needs to be so confident... And he needs to... What an overconfident... I don't like guys who are too overconfident no, I, either. I don't... But I, I don't think that... 
Uh, overconfident guys, they strike me as insecure. Like, mm. the ones that are overconfident, Good I'm point. like, that you're not confident because you're acting overconfident. Yeah. Like, you have to be secure within yourself enough to come over and just start a conversation with me and make me laugh or make me smile and you're and I'm yours. My ex-boyfriend, he got me by stealing my phone. And I thought it was charming. What? Yeah. Okay, wait, what do you mean stole your phone? So I was long? at I was at the BFI at some like Radida film screening. All I heard was free champagne. So obviously I was there. So I was there. I'm sensing a trend here. Yes. So I was there with my with my girls had free champagne and we're chilling and there's this guy and he came up to me and my friend I think he knew my friend so he was talking to my friend and whilst he was talking to my friend I had my phone in my hand and I clearly must have been drunk because he managed to take my phone without me knowing so like he literally just took it and had it in front of me like he was holding my phone in front of me whilst he was talking to me and I full on mm-hmm. had a full conversation with him about pigeons or something stupid like that and he had my phone I think he was thinking hey I've got your phone when are you gonna notice and then I noticed my phone was missing so I was like oh my god where's my phone and he was like I have no idea do you want me to help Cute. you look for it Cute. and I'm like yeah, could you? Thank you for helping me look for it. So we're walking around this event, looking under like bars, looking under tables, looking under chairs, checking my bag. And the whole time he's just laughing with the phone in his hand, in my face, like flashing it in my face and everything. And I'm going, where is my, where, where is it? And he was like, should I call it? And I was like, yeah, please. Do you want my number? And he was like, oh no, it's fine. Your phone's here. And I looked at my phone in his hand and I was like, oh my God, and like hit him. And he just started laughing. And then after that, I was kind of like, oh, I wish he'd have put his number in my phone when he saw yeah, it. I but thought he, it was going to be a really clever yeah, but he, getting your number. But he didn't. He played it so cool. Like mm. he just stole my phone. And then I was like, towards the end of the night. Heart. Exactly. Then towards the end of the night, I was like, so you're going to put your number in it? Like, because he didn't do it. It made me want him even more. Mm-hmm. Turns out we were just a massive klepto. But, <laughs> <laughs> but originally, <laughs> and now we are no longer together. But originally, I thought it was charming. So yeah, like, do something cute like okay. that and get my attention will work. Oh, yeah. I like that. Okay, so if you see London, you want to ask her out. Be steal original, my phone. Be confident. <laughs> yeah, yeah steal, steal her wallet. <laughs> steal my wallet. Hold me at gunpoint. I'd love it. No. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, London, thank you so much. Uh, no we're at the end of our chat. I think we could speak a lot more, but if you do want to know more about uh, London's <laughs> dating disasters, as well as many other things, uh, the special is out soon. Yes, it's unofficially been announced. I haven't even announced it properly yet. So this is another exclusive because I'm hungover and I like you. I'm like just telling you. But it's just, it hasn't been announced yet, but it will yes. be. And it's being um, exec produced by Kevin Hart. And I'm very excited oh, about, love about that. the special. I can't wait for the world to see it. It's called To Catch a Dick on Netflix coming oh, we soon. We can't wait to see it. Thank you so much, uh, Thanks, London. Babe. And thank, thank you to everyone you. listening to Dating Hall of Fame. A special thank you to those of you who have sent in your stories over yeah, the series. Yeah, especially the dude from Hampton. They were great, weren't they? The dude, the dude, what was his name who, who forgot his date? He was my fave. And Viv, shout out to Viv. Oh, poor shout Viv out to the dead Viv dog. And the dead dog, RIP, dead dog. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> um, we are being kept very entertained. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we have. Thank you, London. No worries, babe. Bye. And I'll see you soon for tequilas in LA, yeah? Oh, 100%. Hit me up. Hit me up. <laughs>